Pump up the volume on your parenting with Parent Pump Radio. Tune into something different that makes a difference. At Parent Pump Radio, instead of a ripple, we choose to create a splash. Get energized, get inspired, and get informed with how to parent in the new millennium. With your host and parent coach super guide, Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. Hi, this is Jacqueline T.D. Wynn. We're here to pump up your parenting skills, pump up your knowledge, pump up your energy, and welcome to Parent Pump Radio. Our effort is to get our show's information and message out to more and more people. So please do me a big favor by sharing and also tagging friends who would really enjoy this information. Our show is available on iTunes, Google Play, Stitchers, and syndicated on missionsradio.org and liveleadplay.com. If you're looking for a speaker or leadership development trainer for your organization or event, please go to my website at integrativeminds.com to learn more about what I offer and contact me at info at integrativeminds.com to schedule a meeting time. Today we have an amazing guest who's also a very good friend of mine. She is the best-selling author behind You Did What Now? in 2017 and How to Survive Elementary School. Her next book called Bad Assery 101, 10 Secrets to Be the Confident Boss of Your Life is being released this month, August 2018, shortly followed by a collaboration book, Mastering Your Inner Game. Besides 14 years of English language teaching experience to foreign students, she is also a speaker about self-confidence, goal-crushing, and independent publishing. She speaks to millennials and associations on how to show up to pursue goals with method resourcefulness, and passion. An avid mountain hiker and traveler, she lives in the South Bay of Los Angeles with her family. So ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to a good friend of mine and a accomplished author, Rosani Liu. Hi Jacqueline, how are you? Good, how about you? Awesome, very excited to be on your show. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. Rosani is the epitome of confidence. <laughs> when she sets out to do something, she does it without a hesitation. She wanted to be an avid mountain hiker, like she said, and you went to Africa. Yes. After just six months of experience, uh, hiking experience, I, I figured, you know, what is some of the international hikes I would love to do? And right away, Kilimanjaro came to mind. So I climbed uh, up to the 18,400 feet of that mountain last October. So I was a thousand feet shy of the summit, which means I will have to try again, uh, maybe next year to try to summit again. But it was a tremendous learning experience as well. That's one thing I know about you. Whatever you try something, and you never stop trying, and I love that about you, you go in there with full confidence of the fact that you're going to learn something. It's not about failing for you. Right. I mean, th there's so many uh, quotes that are similar to this, that the life lived full of, um, say, mistakes or failures is better than a life lived without trying and yeah. with regrets. And it's in the trying that we do something um, without regrets. Can we really live a full life? And that's how I try to live my life. I love that you wrote this book about confidence because I think it's great that you mentioned all those quotes because we all heard of it and we know about it. But I think one of the things that stop us is that a lot of times people feel that they can't do it or something inside of them holds them back. So tell us about this confidence book. 
Well, it's um, basically 10 strategies or concepts that I live by in my own life that I know will help other people harness their own badassery or self-confidence. So in the book, we talk about things like, it's, it's easier to say, face your fear, face your fear, but how do we really face your fear? So in the book, I talk about uh, distinguishing between rational fear versus irrational fear. And once you decide which one it is, how do you really break it down? And how do you really face your fear? I talk about surrounding yourself with the right tribe, with the right people, because the right people will increase your badassery and confidence. And the other type of people like negative people or people who just um, cannot support you, they're not going to increase your badassery. So how do we stay away from that kind of people? And uh, how do we uh, get out of our well? How do we do new things that will increase our confidence? And if we're not sure how, how do we begin tackle something that seems really huge? So we talk about that in the book as well. So all in all, it's um, 10 different concepts or uh, secrets that are not really secretive, but I break it down so that people know, okay, this is what I can do in my life. This is how I can apply these 10 concepts. That's very interesting. I've known you for a long time. Right. What made you write a book about confidence, though? It's um, similar impetus to my first two books, things that are happening in my life that I think either will help me or help other people. So like the elementary school book that Morgan and I, my daughter Morgan and I wrote, well, I've heard many other families going through similar issues. So that gave us the idea of why don't we write a book about it and put all the issues in a book format. And as well as my memoir, You Did What Now? So with Badassery 101, it comes from a place of love where a lot of my friends and our mutual friends too, they, they know that I'm living confidently and I just have this a bravado and a sense of a risk tolerance um, in my life. And they, they always say, oh my God, I can't believe you did that, Rosiani, or oh my gosh, I wish I could be a little more like you, Rosiani. So, and, and I give them pep talks all the time as to how they can be that way. So I figure, why don't I put it all in the book format and share what I do with them so that they can see it's not as hard as it seems if you just apply the concepts. So it's basically the pep talks that I've shared with our friends, but in a book format so that a lot more people can um, live out more confidently and, and live the life that they want. Because ultimately that makes me really happy when I see people living the life they really want to live, but that lack of confidence is stopping them. So this book serves as a tool to help them live the life that they really want. Okay. So in a gist, it's basically my pep talk for my friends, but in a book format. <laughs> yeah. So now you can hit more people and just get your point across, right? Get my book. Exactly. <laughs> Read it, do it, live it. <laughs> right, right. So there's a lot of books out there when it comes to getting more confidence and lack of confidence and all that. How is yours different? Mine is different because I really put my vulnerabilities out there because it's one thing to say, oh, do this and that and you'll be more confident, but it's, it, acts an, it adds an extra layer when the author or a speaker can be vulnerable with our own failings and mistakes and what made us not confident in the first place. So I talk in detail in the book about how 
you know, my being an immigrant, am I coming from a divorced family with my parents? Am I having to face a lot of stereotypes uh, because of my background? Um, had to that all compromise my confidence when I was younger and climbing mountains and and how that was really scary when I'm facing a new uh, altitude mountain for the first time. So I really put my vulnerabilities out there in terms of the things that compromise my confidence and how I dealt with that. So I think when an author is able to share what's made them, what's made their problem in the first place and how they overcame their own challenges, I feel that's very helpful to connect with the readers and say, oh gosh, she's been through all of that. That sounds like what I went through and I can believe her authenticity because she's been there, done that. Um, you know, so I, I think that's a little bit what sets my book apart uh, from the others just because I am able to share what's made myself weak or hurt or not confident in the first place and how I overcame all of that so that the readers can believe my authenticity. Now, I know you put your heart and soul and your stories out in this book, but have you changed at all since before you wrote the book and after you wrote the book? In what way? I would say the change is ever evolving. I think the core qualities of a person, let's say empathy or compassion, those are core qualities that don't change and you have that. Right. But in terms of my changing in other ways before, during and after writing each book of mine, uh, that definitely takes place. Um, for example, I, I saw more in myself of how that my badassery is multi-dimensioned. And I didn't realize that until I was writing the book that it comes out in the, in the physicality manner with the hiking. It comes out in the mental manner with uh, trying to be an entrepreneur and how that's very mentally taxing. It comes out on an emotional side with uh, dealing with divorced parents and my parents and being an immigrant and living with prejudices. So I, I didn't realize that, wow, my badassery had to come out in all these different dimensions until I was writing the book. And so I, I hope to connect with the readers in um, helping them as well, because the lack of confidence could show up in so many different ways in life. And how do we deal with that? And, um, and I know my readers will um, resonate with a lot of things that we talk about in the book. The reason why I ask is I know when I wrote my book, like you have these ideas and you know you have it in you, but there's something about organizing it and getting into a format that is easier for the reader to understand because then for me it was like more concrete even for me to understand. That's why I asked that question is your mindset for me kind of changed a bit because I'm like, wow, like these are formulas. That's how I live by, but this is the steps to it. Exactly. And sometimes you don't realize that until you're in the zone of your art form, right? Because you, you right. approach it like, what, what is the reader getting out of this? How can they best understand the message? And then I realized, and you realized too, through writing your book, oh, these are the steps that we had to take for this topic and I'm presenting it in this way and that you're really consciously connecting, oh, this is how I did it and I'm going to present it this way for the reader too. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, once you have the harmonious family, when you have, or, you know, if you're making a cake, if you have the cake, it's like, it's great. 
but you forget that there's step by step. And so it's really, for me, it was profound to be able to get it out of my head and down on paper and organize. Yeah. So was there any new lessons that you learned or that you realize in the process? In the process of um, writing? Of writing the book? Yeah. That there's a, a, a lot of people want to know this topic um, because there's a lot of empowerment speakers and confidence speakers and coaches out there, right? You probably know yeah. at least 20 just off of the top of your head. And I know them too. But so I, I feel like this topic is still very timely. People want and know that the lack of confidence is stopping them from doing something specific in their life. So to be of service and help them in this way is, is a great thing because this is still a very timely topic. Um, I think no one is immune to the lack of confidence, right? Uh, the just criticism from other people alone or how society tells you should be or watching other people who may be more successful than we are. All of those things constantly compromise our confidence, but we still need to live our best life and live out loud. So I feel like this topic is forever timely in order to help people uh, gain confidence so that they can live the life that they really want. I, I know this will be a really helpful tool for people because they, they really want to go after what they want, but what's stopping them? It's the lack of confidence. The problem is that sometimes we don't know what the deep problem. Sometimes people are, like, say they're overweight and they think, oh, it's just because I eat too right. much. But really, there might be an underlining emotional problem. They don't feel they're good enough to look good right. and, and to have a relationship with someone. So they eat to show that they somehow that's love. Food is love for them. And one question I want to ask you is that sometimes people don't have what they want in their life. And how do they know that confidence is the problem and it's not something else? I think they, they really need to dig under within themselves because most of the time the problem is not just the surface, right? Oh, I eat so much or I overeat because I'm starving. But what they need to look at what triggered them to overeat, you know, what triggered them to not exercise, what triggered them to buy plus size clothes to hide under all of that clothing. So, you know, people need to be willing to dig underneath the surface and realize what happened in their childhood or adulthood that's made them this way and really recognize the root of the problem. So the ability to be self-aware and to come to grips with what's really causing it is, is number one key to fixing the problem. So what do you want this book to do for the readers? I want this book to... Um, encourage the readers and know exactly from day one what they could do to be more confident, to live out their badassery. So whether it's something as small as uh, say somebody being afraid to talk to a stranger at a networking event, I hope that there are concepts in, their, in this book that they can uh, use to tackle that fear and know right away the first three steps they could do to um, deal with talking to somebody new at a networking event, to something as big, at a big goal as say hiking or doing um, something physical or something mental like running a business. I, I hope that this book can help the readers uh, conquer their fear and, and get more self-confidence in order to know the first step that they can do 
towards that goal. So I know this book can do that. And if people are willing to uh, read it and apply the concepts, I know that they will get a lot out of it. You gotta look back to your childhood and see where it came from. As a parent, I want to make sure that my children don't have to deal with that in their childhood. So for the parents who are listening, and and those who live or work with a minor in their home, what's something that you can give us suggestions right now that could really help us to help our children? Oh, I love that because I I do this frequently with my kids. Is that uh. Two things. Oftentimes, the kids will act and react according to how the parents are acting, right? So, right. if my husband and I say or do things that show us as risk averse or fearful of a new thing or situation, or we say, "Oh, I'm afraid of this," or "I don't want to do that," then that's going to instill a certain amount of fear. In the children, that's gonna tell them, oh, mommy and daddy are not showing up with confidence in this thing because of X, Y, and Z. So if we are、uh, more mindful of what we say and how we act around the children,、um, to be more risk tolerant, then they're gonna pick up on that cue. So I show this by my willingness to talk to strangers. My willingness to try something new, or go somewhere new, or do something that I've never done before, like hiking at a new place and meeting new people. Sometimes I take my kids with me. They're gonna see that mommy's really brave and mommy's willing to try new things, and that just kind of naturally instills in them that natural confidence that trying new things is nothing to be afraid of. And and the second thing that we do with our children is that. We assess the risk carefully. So there's a something with irrational fear versus rational fear. I talked about earlier. You know, we have to look at fear. Is this something that is reasonable and rational, or is this something irrational? So if someone thinks a plane's going to crash every time they step on a plane, and they're less likely to travel. And they pass down that fear to their children, like, "Oh my God, I'm so nervous about stepping on this plane." Well, the children are going to see that and feel that, and that's an irrational fear. So when we,、uh, how we react to something, we have to look at it. Am I look, doing this from an irrational standpoint or irrational? And be careful how we carry that across, because the children will feel that. Um, so that's something else that we need to do around the kids as well.、Um, if something it's it's not rational, then we really need to be careful on how we、uh, present that fear around the kids. Well, that's a really good point. It's how we show up. So it's not just what we say; it's how we feel, and they can feel those those emotions from us, even if we don't say、right. it. Wow! Awesome. So what's next for you? And this book, what are you doing? Well, I am reaching out to、uh, other people in the media, such as yourself and other podcasters,、uh, to talk about the book, in the hope that this will help their audiences as well. I have a my publicist is working on、um, helping me show up in more bookstores and libraries this fall, so we can promote the book that way as well, and. Um, that's it. So we're gonna have a,、uh, you know, we're gonna go at it hard with the launch for the next three months, 
and I love to show up as a speaker uh, at college campuses and associations where uh, we could talk about the book and how they could help their students and members show up more confidently in terms of uh, running their associations or running their college campus clubs um, that would benefit them. So yes, we're, we're looking at a really busy fall in terms of book, book promotion. Tell me about the title. How'd you get that name, Bad Assery? I think it has a, a bit of stigma when, when people say, I mean, some people might think badass or badassery is a bad word. Um, I don't think so. Um, to me, the definition of badassery is having a sense of confidence to do whatever the hell you want in your life. And I certainly try to live that with my life. And that makes me really happy when I see other people who just don't give an F and live out their badassery too in their life. Because, you know, we... We have this body and this chance to do this life one time, right? And if you believe in the soul recycling, sure, our soul might recycle into another body in our next life. But in terms of this body and this chance and this life that we have, we have a go at it one time. So why not do everything we want? Why not have the confidence to go after every we want, everything we want in life? And when I do that and when other people in my life do that, that makes me super happy. Um, and I think that's um, my number one mission in life to, is to do that in my life and help others do that as well. Because we only have one chance at this. And let's just give it 120%. I interviewed someone named Kenyon Sato recently. And he talks about bucket lists. Yeah. That we shouldn't wait until we find out we're dying to have a bucket list. Like we should have a bucket list now and our children should have a bucket list. And we live in that in that place where we're doing things that we want to do exactly now or a lot of people would start doing their bucket list when they retire you know when they're 50 yeah. years old 70 years old i'm like that's too late you should start working towards your bucket list now because tomorrow i could die you could die we could get hit by a bus tomorrow and then what so right. we should all start living out our bucket list items now I want to talk about the freebie yeah. that you're giving away to the listeners. Can you tell us more about the freebie? Yes. Um, there's, um, I have a PDF freebie of three things that people can do now, starting today, to start living with more badassery. And as three specific tips um, that they could implement in their life now. It's a conscious decision. They start doing these three things. They will, they're going to start feeling a shift in their in their life and in their mindset to increase their confidence. So people can go to my website, uh, drop their email in order to get that freebie download. And if they have any comments or questions about um, that freebie after they get it, they're more than welcome to uh, shoot me a comment or an email on my um, uh, business Facebook page right on Rosani. All of Rosani's information to get a hold of her is in the show notes. Her website is rosani.com. Her email address is info at rosani.com. And you'll find her on Facebook right on Rosani and also on Instagram at Rosani Liu. And also the info for the freebie, Three Tips to Start Living a Badass Life, is also in the show notes. Now, what's your next big adventure besides writing a book? What's the next trip you're taking? That's one of the things I talk about in the book is that people really need to get out of their well, you know, get out of your city, get out of your town, get out of the country. And I try to 
get out of town as often as I can, you know, whenever I can save up enough money to get out of town. So our next trip is um, Thanksgiving week for Paris. And next March, I am looking at a Bev uh, Mount Everest space camp trek. That'll be two weeks long. And a friend of mine is talking at about doing that two-week trek for next March. Wow. And I know you just came back from Iceland, right? Uh, Japan in April and Iceland was December. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, maybe you should be writing a book on uh, all these exotic countries and what you learned from it or what you could share from it. That would be a great <laughs> idea. In fact, my daughter Morgan, we were talking about it and, and she's, she hasn't done anything with it yet, but she thought about writing a travel book, lots of pictures, lot of, lots of commentary on how to travel well as a kid. So from a kid's perspective, um, the things to um, understand and take note of and beware when you're traveling as a child. So I would love to help her put together that book if she'll just start dedicating some time towards writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I think with 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 Morgan, it will probably be uh, a little bit longer. She's it's hard for the kids to focus, right? But I think it'd be great for her to have like a uh, really picture filled book. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be it's very, so it attracts her 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 age yeah, group. Yeah, very Instagram worthy. Lots of pictures, some commentary. What to do, what not to do in Iceland. What to do, what not to do in Japan, and some key phrases you should learn. I'll be awesome. there. You go. Yeah, yeah. A kid book written by a kid for yeah. Kids. <laughs> that, that should be the first of its kind. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, Rosani, it has been a pleasure to promote your book. And listener, go get it. If you're not getting what you want in life, confidence may be the problem there. So get Rosani's book. All the information is in the show notes. And Rosani. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. And uh, if the readers or listeners want, they could visit Amazon, uh, look up Badassery 101 or my name, and they could get the book there. Okay. So until next time, listeners, always be learning and always be growing.
Thank you so much for joining us today. Go to parentpumpradio.com and click on the pink box on the top of our homepage to listen to our new and archived shows. To be instantly notified of new episodes, subscribe to our RSS feed. The RSS feed button is located at the top of the page where all our shows are featured. And after listening to the show, go to parentpumpradio.com or our Facebook page to leave your comments, questions, and topic suggestions. And while you're at our website, sign up to receive a free gift. Until next time, have a wonderful week.